housekeeping here. Have you heard of the lexical approach? Have you heard how it can make your job easier? How if you shift your mindset and how you look at language, you can incorporate it easily into your lessons and you can do this without too much extra prep or maybe even no extra prep. You don't have to become an expert immediately. You can take small steps, try new things and make small, powerful, impactful changes to your teaching. It's not as scary as you think. Your students will learn faster and you will be giving them the language they actually need. Now, if this sounds like something that's interesting to you, why don't you sign up to Level Up Your Lessons, the Lexical Approach webinar. It's on August the 16th at 7pm UK time. Don't worry, there will be a replay available if you can't attend on the day. The link will be in the show notes of this podcast episode. Okay, let's crack on. Welcome to Everything EFL. My name's Erin O'Byrne, and I firmly believe that you as a teacher are special, amazing, creative, and passionate. But it's very easy to get burnt out and overwhelmed. With my podcast and my teacher training, I aim to help you avoid burnout and cut down on your prep time so you can unleash your creativity and enjoy your work more mindfully. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, you gorgeous teacher. If you're one of my lovely regular listeners, welcome back. If you're a brand new listener to Everything EFL Podcast, welcome. I hope you stick around. I am delighted to have you. So this is my third installment of my Cornerstones of Learning series, which I'm really excited about. If this is your first time listening, I suggest you start from the beginning. That's episode 104, because just like everything else in this series, it just makes sense. So when I was at school, we were told, you know, where to be, what to do, where to sit. So when I asked my classes, what do you want to do? They're so shocked, but also totally delighted that it just makes so much difference to the class. Now, I realise that a lot of you can't do that with a syllabus, etc. But just bear what I'm going to say to you in mind. Stay with me. And like I always tell my teachers who I train and develop, steal and adapt. Take the idea if you like it and do what works for you and your situations. And another one of my mantras, you know your students best. So take what I tell you and figure it out. So as humans, we need some power and we need some freedom. Schools don't always give that, do they? You know, and a lot of battles and boredom in school are often a result of students not really feeling that they have that much power and freedom. So we can stop some of these battles before they begin by providing options. Now, if some students aren't the most attentive or even if they are and they're highly motivated, it doesn't hurt to give them some choice. Step one, well, actually, there's only one step. Don't be afraid to give up some of your control. It's not all about you, you know. You know, let's think about the traditional classroom model. You stand at the front of the class, you talk a lot, students listen, and that's about it. Now, as language teachers, we know that this doesn't fly, okay? Maybe you were taught in the traditional way, where the teachers are the rule of the classroom and and they make all the decisions. And look, I'm not saying there can't be rules. Of course there can. Set out your expectations, but learning isn't necessarily being taught. And there are a lot of things that go with that statement, like giving your students a choice. So 
Why? Why give our students a choice? Well, students will become more engaged in their learning when they can make a choice that interests them most. When students enjoy what they're doing, they are set up to learn more. Giving your students choice shows that you value their voice and you trust them. It empowers them and it gives them autonomy over their learning in some respects as well. And it doesn't have to be a big change. Just listen to a few small things you can do. Work wherever you want and with whoever you like, as long as you are on task. You can sit, you can stand. I did an exercise with my class, but I got them to stand up. Actually, I gave them the choice, stand up or sit down, but all of them chose to stand up and it completely changed the dynamics and the energy of the room. And the next day, I gave them the same choice. Some stood, some stayed sitting down. Fine by me. Two, have you ever done a project or presentation? When you tell students they have different options to complete a project, you shift the focus away from, am I going to do this project? To how am I going to do this project? Give them the choice of output. So for example, yep, they can do a PowerPoint presentation. They can make a video. They can make a podcast episode. Maybe they're a little bit more introvert, a little bit less confident. Maybe writing an article or leaflet would be good for them, but give them the choice. Number three, Choose the next student to answer the question. It's so simple, but instead of nominating yourself, just say, okay, choose the next student or who's next, and they'll soon get it. And a lot of the times, um, once they kind of realize they have the choice, you don't even have to say who's next. They finish answering the question. You say, yeah, is everything okay? Do we agree? Yep, fine. And then you'll find they automatically choose the next student. Well, in theory, anyway. Four. How about something like this? I have three tasks for you to do, but do them in any order you choose. Same for workstations or playstations if you're doing that kind of thing. Five, if you finish your assignment earlier, here are two or three choices. What do you want to do? You're going to have to have a couple of things up your sleeve for that, but go back to episode 74 on fast finishers. There's a ton of ideas there, but you know, can you give them something to read or vocab cards to play with or a couple of questions to discuss? anything you like really just have a few things ready it makes your life easier it alleviates that boredom and that you know shifting of of bums on seats because they know that they're going to be given something else but they can choose number six how about if you're doing writing ask your students how do you want this to be corrected do you want me to focus on grammar vocab prepositions that is really autonomous and reflective as well because students have to kind of look at their writing and think, okay, what do I want? So good for you as well and your students because there's more focus on like one thing. Like I've done this a million times where you've corrected a student's work and it, you know, the, the writing is just covered in like green ink or whatever color you choose to use. Um, and it doesn't look good, you know, and it's not going to make them feel good. But if you focus on one thing, less pen, you know, um, it's also less overwhelming for students because again, less pen, they feel they don't feel as bad, you know? And also it's kind of easier for you, isn't it? You know, slightly faster on the old marking if you've got 20 or 30 assignments to do. So look, there are a million ways you can give your students choice, okay? Um, this is just a very short and sweet episode, just giving you a few ideas. And now for your challenge. Don't think I forgot. So think about the ideas that I just gave you and choose one that you're really vibing with and do it. Just do it, okay? Take one thing, do it in your next class. One small thing at a time, see how it goes. If that goes okay, do something else. If you're really into this, 
Go on to Google, there are so many ideas on how you can give your students choice. And then, as you know, the week after next, I'll give you another episode and I'll give you another challenge. So guys, I really hope that you're into this series of Cornerstones of Learning. I'm really enjoying making it and I'm really happy when I hear your, um, your comments and your ideas and your reflections. It really makes me feel good that you're engaging with the challenge. Also, another way to keep in touch with me is to sign up to my newsletter. I'll leave the link in the show notes. Um, you get a newsletter from me every week, but you will always get a tip or some advice and a challenge. Now, on a podcast week, it's the same challenge, but on, a, on an off week, you'll get a slightly different challenge. But it will always be small, always achievable, because that's what I want you to do. Take small steps and just create those little victories for yourself, knowing that you're very slowly but surely and gradually changing your teaching and becoming a better teacher. And also, you're going to have happier students. Remember, like I said in episode 104, it's a process. Don't expect miracles, but you will see changes over time. So look after yourself, be kind to yourself and share the love. Bye. <laughs>